What's going on guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today's Wednesday, June 24th, and welcome back to another midweek recap in the break room. We're here with your hosts, Sebastian Ruiz and Zachary Cassio. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Nice to see y'all this fine week. Yes, for sure, for sure. Hope everybody had a good week on the market so far. We know today was a little patchy on the overall market, but uh We'll see something else coming soon down the line that might be good. That's why we're here. We're going to give you guys the bonus stock of the week. You know what's going on every single Wednesday. Uh, Zach, market was a little a little rough today, huh? Oh, yeah. She she dropped down. That's why we threw up that uh, SPXS on there because we knew it was coming just because of the mere fact that it, it didn't go as high as it did before. It just looked like there was a downtrend plus with all the recent stuff coming out with all these spikings in cases so it was just kind of obvious that there was just it's a no matter what there's going to be a pullback quarter two earnings has hasn't even come out for most companies and that's what's going to be really the worst is these quarter twos because that's what we're really going to be looking at what the devastation was for all these companies i mean i know i saw one of the reits that came out this week they were around like 30, 40 cents a share EPS for the last quarter, quarter, uh, I think quarter four of 2019. And then this quarter one of 2020, and that's only with, I'd say a, a sixth, like only half of March really was locked down and they had negative $15 per share EPS. So I crazy. Mean, that's just, that's just a little something that might be on the way for some of these other companies too that we really don't even know what exactly has happened yet. Yeah, and I mean, like like Zach said, I mean, what our pick, we did select that pick XPXS because you can make money by shorting the market or betting against the market, and with all the news that had been coming out and all the negative PR and just the number of cases in total actually spiking and more people getting infected. Uh, we just kind of knew that it was an uh, inevitable one day this week or, or, you know, towards the end of the week, beginning of the week that, you know, the market was going to sell off and fall off and, and take a dip. So, uh, you know, great call there with the, uh, betting against the market with the XPXS and, uh, going back to our other plays, we actually had, uh, two great runners on Monday with, uh, CLVS Clovis Oncology, as well as ZYNE Zenerba Pharmaceuticals. Both we found great entry points. Actually, Zenerba, uh, when market opened, actually shot down to 582. And that would have been a great entry point for any of you that did catch that entry point. Uh, you know, Zach, I feel like they got the, the, the cream of the crop there on that Zenerba push on Monday. And especially on uh, Clovis, they, you know, loading up in the low twos and seeing it go to the... Uh, to the six sixes or to the seven sixes was great. I got out a little bit early. I wish I would have stayed in a little bit longer, but uh, we saw it peak out at seven sixty four, and then it found its way back down. Uh, but still, great stocks to get back in on. Maybe see another late push this week. Um, but you know, going back to uh, those three picks, and now you know what can what can we look forward to towards the end of the week well we can look forward to maybe a correction in the market some some late green days or we can continue to see the market uh drop drop down for kind of like it did uh last week with that with that sharp drop we could see it continue so for those that that did get into the 
SPXS, a great entry point, and hopefully it will continue to make money for you. But overall, we want the market to uh, return to back to the greeners. Yeah, we definitely want it to go green again. But if it does go down and more stuff comes out negative tomorrow, definitely use that SPXS to your advantage to try to play the market both ways. I mean, if you can make money on it going down, you might as well. As far as the other two plays, Clovis and Zenerba, I mean, Zenerba is obviously, she looks like she's on an uptrend right now. I'm not going to lie. So she might dip. It might go up. Who knows? I mean, I'm kind of probably going to watch on the sidelines for now just because there's not as much as I was hoping for as far as press releases coming out on that. But as far as Clovis goes, I mean, I'm probably going to be looking in to get in there again pretty soon because it's got a lot of upside there with those price targets and there's only been good news coming out recently so i definitely think this is on the uptrend i definitely think it's going to test the nines pretty soon let's hope it's later this week so we can try to make some plays on it but if not i think it's coming next week for sure but i mean now if we want to move over into the the bonus stock of the week you go into the bonus stock of the week the ticket symbol for that is going to be BRMA, and that's going to be BioAmerica. Guys, BioAmerica is BMRA. Uh, BMRA. That's what I said, I think. BMRNA. BMRA. There we go. Got it. So, BioAmerica right now is at close today at 7.58. Uh, and similar to Clovis, they are on a general uptrend. They would have actually been a phenomenal entry point uh, Friday at close. It, it bottomed out at $5, and since then it's just been on an uptrend. Uh, this week it's really just been ignoring the market going down and just kind of stomping through on its own. And, Zach, I, th- that's got to be due to its uh, amazing antibody test that's just – been making waves with the emergency authorization that they've been asking for from the FDA. Oh yeah, definitely. And they already had it CR CE marked over for the, um, the, the British companies and over on pretty much Scotland, the Netherlands, Germany, it's really prominent in those company or in those countries right now. It's like a finger prick test. So it's not like what you're used to people seeing when they're going through those drive through lines in their car where they're sticking like almost a swab down their nose. It's a, it's a totally different type of test. It doesn't make you uncomfortable at all. It's literally a quick prick, and it's 100% accurate also, which is crazy. They're, it showed 100% specificity. Oh, my God. Speci- specificity. <laughs> Don't worry, brother. We all, we all mess up. We all mess up. I couldn't get the decker symbol. Pers- 0% cross-reactivity with many common disease states. So, it's a lot less harmful when you're actually getting the test done itself. It's like a diagnostic test. And not only that, I mean, they're also coming out with an irritable bowel syndrome. Diag- I have a breakthrough for people who are suffering with that, apparently 45 a good market in that aspect as well which is always some some nice upside 
Yeah. What would really send this thing literally just into orbit into the double digits would really be either a price target and analyst action because with a 10-minute test with 100% efficiency and like Zach said, it isn't an uncomfortable um, it isn't an uncomfortable swab that's picking up at your brain. I mean, it's it's just a little finger prick. Like a, when you go to the doctor, you get the everyday checkup and they just prick your finger, put the little Band-Aid on it. That's all it's going to do. See, that's what it's going to test with 100% accuracy in less than 10 minutes. And I actually read an article that it was $10. So a 10-minute, $10, 100% test, I mean, why is this not in the double digits? Exactly, because it, it's also making it more affordable for, for the people to actually get it. Because right now, anybody tests, I mean, I tried to go get one because I, I actually kind of think I might have had the coronavirus back in January. when COVID I was alert, COVID alert, COVID alert, COVID alert. <laughs> I went to the doctor, got tested negative for everything, the flu, strep, bronchitis, you name it. I was negative for it, and I had all the symptoms that they're talking about right now. I took Tamiflu for a week and a half, did nothing. I was sick for two weeks straight, lost like 15 pounds. It was actually pretty bad, I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, I got through it. I beat it. And, and the best part about that is now that another company's coming out with something that makes it more affordable for people like me if I want to go and see if I actually have So this is going to be a lot more accessible for people, which is great. And it's also really efficient. Who doesn't want something with 100% accuracy and only $10? So, I mean, and a great point that Sebastian said as well about how it's not in double digits. I mean, I was following this other company, Co-Diagnostics, for a long time. And if you guys know about it, it's another diagnostic company for the coronavirus. And, I mean, they shot from, like, the threes all the way to, I think, $28, $29. The 20s. So, I mean. Yeah, and, and this company, Bioamerica, as well, around the same time when they came out with their stuff, also shot to, I think, 23, 23. Hit a yeah, peak, so. peak of 23, 24. I think right now, I think the main reason why they haven't really gone up through the air is because they haven't passed that FDA approval stage for the United States. Because, I mean, we are kind of doing the most testing in the in the whole world, so the most profitable diagnostic companies as far as coronavirus goes are going to be the ones that are actually being used in the United States because we're practically quadrupling the amount of tests any other country is doing across the globe as far as on a per-person basis. And, and if this, if, just interrupt, if this goes out for mass production, I mean, Matt, like in the classrooms of schools, front offices, airports, bus stations, malls, I mean, a $10, a $10 test that can just be massively swept across the nation would this, this like Zach always likes to say, the upside, the upside is super important. I mean, the potential, right? We Like we said last episode, we don't give you guys pump and dumps. I mean, maybe one out of all of our plays, and we'll be honest because, you know, we're transparent fellows. We're transparent over here at the break room. Genius was a little pump and dump, yes, we'll admit. But all the other plays we've given are actually solid companies with a crazy future upside, which means we think they're going to continue. If we check back in six months, we think they're going to be higher than what we talked about them at. 100%, yeah, because that's the best part about what I, what we're doing right now is because we really don't want to look for any stocks that are just quick up and downs. We want to look for that long optimistic future that's that's going to play for us in the long term as well so then we can make money at almost every week from it just swing trade in the same stock on that general uptrend i mean because then you don't really have to worry about whether or not 
you're going to lose those gains that you had. You can just cut them real quick, wait for the quick dip. You know it's on an uptrend. Get on, on the support, the new support that's made, and then ride it to the new resistance. That's that's what we love about these stocks. That's, that's what we love playing. doing. That's yep. what we love doing, like swinging like Tarzan from support to resistance. That's what we love. <laughs> but exactly. one thing I wanted to highlight that Zach said that, that I found really think is really super important in this whole conversation is accessibility i mean now more than ever people need you know cheap efficient and effective things and this is cheap efficient and effective 100 percent check efficient ten dollars affordable and then 10 minutes quick and effective i mean what else do you want yeah, exactly it's bottom line this is definitely a game changer for the antibody test as far as the market in general, because maybe sooner or later we might, if we're trying to return to work per se around school time, when school time comes around, there might be sufficient antibody tests saying that if you're going in school for classes, they might want you to have the antibodies in you just so you don't have to be able to pick it up and bring it back home. And you might need a so document to work. saying exactly. I'm tested, you know what I mean? And, and they could be the ones to provide that. I mean, yeah. Like at every at this point, you know, we all want to know who who's who's safe and who and who's at risk and who can get me at risk. And you know, this company, we really believe that you know it has a great. There's a lot of companies doing you know COVID stuff, but if this company, the FDA, really really needs has that interest and says, okay, with these guys really we need to get these guys out there and they get a fast track. See you next see you next year. This thing's this thing's gone. Like yeah, if, and for sure. I mean, I just want to touch on something real quick about their finger pricking tool in general. It's kind of like a technology platform. So, I mean, as far as them using it for the antibody test for coronavirus, for the irritable, or irritable bowel syndrome, I mean, those are just two lanes that they've gone into so far. If this ends up serving as instead of you get a whole blood, a lot of blood drawn from you, if they can end up just doing a quick finger prick and it does the same job of taking a lot of blood out of the body then i think that this will be beneficial for just not even just these two things probably dozens more down the line because it would help people that don't really have the blood supply really late in life to be able to take out a lot of blood it's easier just to hit a quick i mean i know people pass out as well when they take blood because that's just the way it is some people are freaked out by it so a quick finger prick would help a lot of people Zach, if, if it's all right with you, I'm going to read a quick article written about mRNA titled Optimistic About New COVID-19 Test. This is in quote, The test is easy to use and portable, which means that it can be used at point of contact locations such as airports, schools, local businesses, malls, and other high traffic venues. Medical personnel and other trained individuals can learn to use the test by obtaining small amounts of blood through the patient through a small finger prick. And like you said, they have now begun the shipping into the EU following the receipt that they received by the FDA of the required CE mark. Exactly. And, and I mean, let's hope they get it to the United States because that would be huge. I mean, they did just file for that FDA emergent, emergency youth authorization. So, I mean, that that's what it is. I mean, that came out on June 16th. And when, they, when, when you come out with an emergency youth authorization, when you file for that for a finger prick test for the pandemic, 
they're probably going to get back to you within a week or two. So it, the, the catalyst is coming soon that they approved it. I mean, if it's approved with the C mark over in the other countries, it's going to be approved here. It's just a matter of time when they come out with it. And then it is going to go double digits. I mean, I, it's just that's the way these things have been in the past. And history represents the future for the most part. Yeah. Zach, what would you say? I just want to see your take on it. What would you give this as a, in terms of your opinion, you know, just full disclosure here. This is our personal opinion, due diligence, you know, the whole deal. What would you give this as your personal price target by the end of the summer, August, September time? August, September time? I'd say around 12, 13 at least. Yeah. Yeah, I because we, we usually see a lot of that, those types of price targets, like the ones usually around the sevens and eights. Usually, when good things comes out, they usually get those fourteen to around thirteen price targets from from the. I, I would say around fourteen, around the same. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because I mean, they're that other company, Co-Diagnostics. I mean, they've gotten some pretty pretty big price targets. I mean, right here, I'm sitting at. H.C. Wainwright raises co-diagnostics price target to 35 from 20. So, I mean, a $35 price target for another diagnostic company when this is a diagnostic company, this could really be the new easy form of an antibody test. I mean, it's not as prevalent as getting tested for the coronavirus, but it might be down the line to see who has already had it and to see that if they still have the antibodies in their system. And even then, if they're able to maybe a tweak and adjust the the antibody test to maybe make it a, you know, a viral test, the, I mean, if they have success in one, I feel like they would have no problem kind of transitioning and tweaking it and try to see how they can make it better, more efficient, and more accurate, which is always what we want to hear. But besides that amazing bonus stock of the week for y'all, Bioamerica, uh, BMRA, um, me and Zach actually want to touch a little bit about one of our plays from last week that, you know, we're still actively trading. And like I said, we want to be fully transparent with you guys. You know, um, you know, this is a audience and a community base. So we want to share, you know, everything that we're doing. And, you know, at the end of the day, we want to make every everybody go up, you know, your, your wallet, your your trading, everything we want is to improve and information is key. So um, select a, you know. Ticket symbol SELB. A lot of our listeners have been asking us about Selecta. What's going on with Selecta? Are you still holding Selecta? What do we think about Selecta? Where's she going? When she? When she? I mean, Zach, we would both agree that this stock is not going to be in the threes for much longer. No, yeah, I definitely don't think it's going to be in the threes for much longer, especially because. I mean, we just looked at their balance sheet again, and they only have $19,000 in total liabilities. So, I mean, if we're thinking about the $75 million well, they to, got up front. To, to correct you there, Zach, it was 93000 in total liabilities, and it was this 19000 in accounts, uh, accounts and other payables. Really? So that's around a total of 113000 in total, total liabilities. If you okay, see there, yeah. down on the balance sheet. Yeah, like 97000 Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, I was looking at their loans. They have $17,000 in loans. Yeah, the, but, the payables. But, I mean, still only $89,000, and they just got seventy-five mil. I mean, they're going to be able to pay out all their outstanding debt, all their outstanding loans. And once it's that ridiculous. happens, I mean, this company is going to become profitable. They have 
so many potential royalties down the line. I mean, we're we're hearing six hundred thirty million here, six hundred thirty million there. I mean, other companies are hearing ten million and going to six. So I mean, I let's no not idea. even let's not even forget that they're saving up. They're saving estimate an estimate of a hundred and fifty million because Sobe, their partner, is picking up all the expenses for Phase Three. Exactly. Yeah, and, and then they also signed that other deal with Sarepta. So, I mean, this company's been getting deals a lot, and I have a fat feeling that once it starts to run, it's not going to come down because the people that are going to get in it early, like when we are right now, are going to be the people that are holding it long. And so quadrupling our, 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 our entry there. We're literally yeah. going to quadruple. Yeah, my one year on this bad boy's, I mean, I might even send her to the double digits depending on how she's looking with, with these payments coming in if she gets a lot of the royalties that they're talking about with the Phase 3 trial. I mean, this could definitely be going to double digits. And if those Sony and if those uh, not Sobies, correct me, uh, Sarepta numbers, if those contract numbers actually come out, that could be another you know another fire under this to send it going. Maybe an upgraded price target. The last thing we've heard was ten already in the double digits. If we hear anything higher than that, that could be good. But for all our our strongholders of Selecta, keep going. You know, like Zach said last week, I think you said. Uh, on Wednesday, bro, that you were going to double down, and we did that Thursday. We got even deeper in. Uh, not going to disclose anything, but we're, we're, we're in deep, and we're holding her because we, we believe that this thing is not going to be this low for much longer, and this is an absolute steal at this price, an absolute Ooh, filthy, yes. filthy, filthy, dirty steal. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I think the exact same. Um. I think we touched on everything our last week's picks a little bit cleared up about selecta and our bonus stock i want to thank you guys so much for uh checking in the break room this week as always me and zach very much appreciate it follow us on the social media it's going to be in the description um be ready because youtube coming very very soon uh thank you all for all the support thanks for checking in the break room now go clock back in and we'll catch you guys on the next one peace yes.